Welcome, welcome, welcome. Oh, hold on. Y'all know my other screen be going off. Okay, there we go. Make sure everything is okay. I hope you guys are doing all right. Um, child, hold on. Make sure, make sure everything's up and running. Give me two seconds here. I'm waiting for this to connect. Okay, perfect. Okay. <laughs> hope you guys are doing good. Happy Friday. I'm in a different location. Uh, my Discorders know. <laughs> I'm homeless, but not homeless. You know what I'm saying? So I'm doing good. I am hoping that this, uh, the Wi-Fi here, um, you know what I'm saying, works and doesn't crash. But so far, we had a Zoom meeting yesterday and it went well. And then we ended up going to the green room. Child, shout out to everybody who's up there till two o'clock in the morning till now they damn personal business. So much so that I couldn't send anything of it. I couldn't send none of it to Spotify because y'all was just telling all y'all's business. So, but thank y'all for doing the test run with me in the green room. Um, for y'all who don't know, I'm doing this thing with Spotify where they want me to start doing my, y'all know my Zoom meetings have been popping. People have been wanting to come to them, but you can only get in if you're a Discord member. So they reached out to me and they want me to start doing like, meetings and live podcasts, basically live podcasts uh, via this new app called the green room. So we did a test run yesterday. I was up until like, it was what we was up to like two o'clock in the morning. And it was funny. Cause I was dozing off, you know, I'm, I'm like, people just, they took over. I said, fuck it. Y'all, they just took over. And so I'm dozing off and you know, like you doze off and you come back and you still hear people talking and I broke out laughing. I forgot I wasn't on mute. I was like, ah, they were still in there talking, telling all their damn business. Child, y'all are a mess. But we had a good time. I do appreciate y'all. Thank y'all to everybody who, who stayed up, honey, <laughs> and was listening to folks just spill all their tea. <laughs> I was here for it. What's up, y'all? Okay, we got a good connection. I'm so happy. Um, yeah. I sold my house. Everything is done. They're cutting my check. This is like a, a good investment. So they're cutting my check. The people moved into my home. It's been a stressful, stressful two weeks, but everything has come together. So thank you, Lord Jesus. So y'all, welcome, welcome. We got over 3,000 people in here thus far. Got the super chats coming through. Thank you guys so much for the love. Uh, let's see here. Um, Ferran Williams says, just a little something. Thanks, T. Thank you so much, sis. Thank you for the super chat. Uh, Shannon G sent $20, says, T, I'm on time today. Finally able to catch a live for once in a while instead of the replay. Watching you on my way home from work. That is awesome. Thank you. Yvette Starks, thank you so much for the super sticker. I appreciate you. Uh, future Miss Lungo sent $4.99. She says, finally caught a live. Me and my nine-month-old baby, Rainy, are tuned in. We love you. I love you guys, too. Thank you, and congratulations on the new bundle of joy. Nine-month-olds are always fun. Uh, let's see here. Mind yours set $9.99. Thank you so much for the super sticker. I appreciate you. Oh my gosh. So yeah, it's been a lot going on in my life, as you guys see. You know what I'm saying? But um, I'm happy. Everything is coming together. Uh, I can't sneak into my house anymore. They don't lock that bitch up. So I'm assuming they got all the 
the uh, appliances and stuff going in, you know, the stuff that people can steal, they got the house locked down. But uh, my realtor said that she'll take me on a on a walk through Sunday because I want to see, you know, what they're doing, you know, how far they're getting. Um, so I'll be here for a while. This will be my shooting location. Um, but, you know, you do what you have to do. OK, um, you know, no shame. You know, there's, sometimes you got to, you know, be homeless for a while until you can figure stuff out. Um, but, yeah, so it's it's been a lot going on. I took a nap. That's why I'm doing this live stream so late. But it kind of works out good because people are off of work. People are able to tune in. There's a lot of stuff I want to talk about. I watched the Derek Chauvin uh, sentencing, and then I fell asleep. I was like, I'm tired. I ain't got time. I was watching Keith Ellison with his cute self. That's our attorney general. <laughs> hey, Keith. So, you know, he was out there talking and stuff. And, um, you know, I guess people are mixed with this. I just feel like at this point, you can't please everybody. You got some folks First, let me say this to 22 years to me. Shout out to all the esoterical people. Definitely twinning energy. 22, 20 twin twin, twin cities. So that part kind of, that's what stuck out to me. Not so much the length because they could have gave him 20 years. But the fact that it was deuce, deuce and a half. And what the hell is a half a year? Don't know. But um, they gave him, you know, 22 and a half years. And so some people are upset about this. It's not enough time. George Floyd will never be able to come back. That's a life sentence, you know, but I think it's good. I don't think it's that bad. Why are people acting like they got it, like they gave them five years, you know, doesn't make any sense. Um, I don't know. I just, I don't like that. He know now you ain't got to look at me, bitch. Bye. See you later. Don't come in here with your bullshit negativity. Um, so people are acting like they gave him five years. I think 25 years, I mean, 22 years is a good start, especially for police, because most police officers, let's keep it real, they don't even get charged. How many other police officers have even been charged, let alone been sentenced to a decent amount of time? Granted, he may only end up doing 15, but it is something, it's a start. So let me go ahead and play you guys a news clip here. Um, of what they're saying, CNN had a little roundtable discussion with Van Jones, and he's definitely not filling the sentence. But is he ever filling anything? No. So let me go ahead and share this screen real quick with y'all. Give me just a second. Wages. You're prohibited from possessing firearms, ammunition, or explosives for the remainder of your life. Provided DNA sample is required by law. Registered as a predatory offender as required by law. And then you will receive a copy of the order and also the attached memorandum explaining the court's analysis. Anything further from the state? If this needs to be said, we just ask that it be executed forthwith. Tonight is in the custody of the sheriff to be transported uh, back to the DOC or whichever custody is currently holding. Anything from the feds? All right. Thank you. We are adjourned. Sentenced to Derek Chauvin has been sentenced to 22 and a half years for the murder of George Floyd. Um, we'll serve uh, 15 years of that because you served two thirds uh, of, of the time sentenced. Let's get a reaction starting with you, Ellie Honey. Uh, justice is imperfect. This is a serious sentence. He, Derek Chauvin, will be in prison uh, 15 years. He's 45 now until he's 60. That said, I think this is light. I think the judge should have sentenced him more. 
Minnesota guidelines say you can double the 15 years. If there's one aggravator, this judge found four aggravators and didn't really come super close to doubling it. Yeah. Uh, very disappointing. Uh, very disappointing. Uh, 15 years. I, I know people doing 15 years for nothing. I mean, for, for, for victimless crimes, of, of drug possession. Very disappointing. Uh, the level of uh, any one of those aggravators, what this man did, there should have been the maximum of the maximum. And this is this is, this is disappointing. I don't, I don't think it's going to uh, 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 cause uh, outrage, but it's just, it's a, it's, a, it's a punch in the gut. This guy's life was worth more than 15 years. It was. And what that, and what that officer did uh, is, is, is worth more than 15 years. And, and, and law enforcement across the country should look at something like this and, and say, look, you can't do this type of stuff. You're never going to come back home. Uh, it's, it's disappointing. Jennifer. Yeah, I mean, the sentence isn't 15 years, so the sentence is 22 and a half years. So the, the two-thirds is good behavior. You know, that, that's a legal matter. The judge legally can't consider that when imposing sentence, right? He's got to impose a sentence that he feels is appropriate, and that sentence was 22 and a half years. That said, I, I do think also that it was like like, like you all do. But Commissioner, 30 years uh, Commissioner uh, Ramsey's response. 22 and a half years. I thought it would be somewhere in between 25 and 30 is really what I kind of thought it would wind up being. It's 22 and a half. Uh, that's the judge's decision. Like everything else, you, you live with it. But as far as messages go, um, 22 and a half years, if you're the one that has to do it, is a lot of time. And so I, I think it's very clear that, you know, it's a new day now. I mean, police officers are going to be held accountable, and, um, and, and that's important and, and ought to be held accountable. This particular case is one of those... I mean, it was just so egregious that it's just, it, there's no way you can justify it in, in any manner, shape, or form, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, a little disappointing, but again, you know, that's a judge's decision. He made the decision. You live with it. Okay, so now I'm going to show you guys what Steven Jackson had to say. Um, let me come back on the screen. So, like I said, it's causing a lot of controversy. I think it's a respectable sentence. You know what I'm saying? It's it's double digits at least. And let's not act like Derek Chauvin is 15. And once he gets out in 15 years, he can still live the rest of his life. Um, he's going to be a lot older when he gets out. Um, but it's definitely a good start. Because, again, what happened to the police officer who killed Philando? Nothing. You know, so I definitely feel like it's a good start. This is what Steven Jackson had to say about the situation. So let me go ahead and show y'all this. Hey, man, I'm uh, sitting trying to work, and please stop calling my phone. I don't give a damn about no 22 years. It ain't going to bring my twin back. It ain't going to bring Gigi daddy back. It ain't going to stop nobody tears. It ain't going to stop Gigi for asking where her daddy at and how much she missed him. So I don't give a damn about no 22 years. It ain't never enough. It ain't never enough. Facts. But I'm going to continue to step in his name. And I'm going to continue to do my part. I miss you, Georgie. Gigi miss you. And we're going to continue to ride. Shout out to my partner, Will. You know what I'm saying? We're going to continue to do our part. Everybody else is in the way. You know what I'm saying? We're going to mourn you till I join you, bro. Oh, yeah. And your partner, your real best friend, Lamont, he say he love you too, bro. I just got off the phone with him. We ain't going to stop. 22 years ain't enough. Can't bring you back. I miss you, bro. Hey, man. Okay, y'all. Let me come back on the camera. So you, I knew the, you know, the bootleg twin was going to have something to say. Um, for y'all, stop saying that that's his twin. That's not his biological twin. They look alike. 
you know, it's funny that when George was out here, he wasn't, you know, it wasn't all this twin talk and he wasn't speaking on him until all this stuff went down. But so he's upset with the sentence. Like I said, people are mixed about it. I think it's a good start. I think it's a good start. Even if they would have gave him life in prison, it's not going to bring George Floyd back. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I don't I don't think that I don't think like they would have given him anything less than 20 plus years just because of the totality of the case. And remember, this case caused the whole powder keg in this country. It was because of the of Derek Chauvin's actions that the riots of 2020 went global, you know, went all around the world. So I think, in my personal opinion, somebody who lives here in the Twin Cities and who have seen other, you know, cops get off, the only other cop they made an example of was, you know, police officer Noor, the Somalian police officer who had killed that Australian white woman. I think they gave him 12 years. And his was like truly an accident. And during his trial, he was crying. He felt like you felt his remorse. Derek Chauvin, not so much. You know, he just stood there stone faced like he was shocked. His mama was talking about he innocent. Free my son. He innocent. Like, oh, lady, shut your ass up. Your son is not innocent. He was caught on camera kneeling on somebody's neck for damn near 10 minutes. Okay. So I didn't want to hear nothing that the mama had to say, but I get, you know, I get it. It's her son. You know, she's going to take up for her child. But um, yeah, the mom didn't care. The mom did not care at all. She was not trying to be bothered. She wanted to see her son free. So I think, like I said, at the end of the day, even if they would have given him life in prison, it's not going to bring back George Floyd. It's just not going to do it. Um, you know, it's a start. And I'm happy he was sentenced to something. And especially being that he's an older gentleman, that's a lot of time to do in prison. And think about it. He's going to prison with prisoners who a lot of them hate the police. So it's not like he's going to have like, you know, uh, he's not going on vacation. He's not going to have a good old funky time while he's there. So I just find the whole situation crazy. Let's see here. Um, let me go ahead and read some of these super chats. Uh, Marcus Vessel sent nine ninety nine. She says he says been a fan of you since you drugged Tammy Lauren for the Beyonce Super Bowl support uh, performance. And today I got time to check your live. Shake, uh, shake them for the haters and hold this super chat. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for the super chat. Yeah, the haters are in here. There's a bitch named Tamika who sent five dollars. Thank you, ho. Just to hate, you Tamika. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and Gozy got her together and got her up out of here. But thank you for the money. I accept, you know, hate donations too. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Blair Mason says, Why was the mom even allowed to speak? I'm not sure. Maybe she was his character witness. You know what I'm saying? But I, I wasn't moved by her testimony at all. They could have just, you know, kept her in the back because she made no difference in my personal opinion. Um, Dan C. sent five dollars. says, oh, my God, I've been watching you since freshman year, 2015 in high school. You are a role model. Everybody should be looking up to keep doing you, Auntie. Thank you so much, Dan. Thank you for coming through, love. Uh, let's see here. Young Kobe's in the house. He says, hey, T., uh, looking lovely as always. I'm a Newark, New Jersey native, and they built a statue in our downtown area. I feel funny about it. I heard about the statue. I forgot what state it was in. Yeah, I, I feel you. A, a few people feel funny about the statue. I've, I've heard different people's opinions on it. So, you know, to each its own. But um, I think they're going to be building a few more. 
I think I don't know if they did or if they were. I heard something about them building one in Texas because he's from Texas as well. So it's been mixed feelings about these statues popping up. So thank you for that. Jojo said 999 says, Congrats on the new house T success. I probably won't be sticking around much because I have to work tomorrow, but I came to support you. These haters are out of control in the chat. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you for the super chat, love. Child, let them hate. At the end of the day, they're here watching me. That's what's so funny about it. How do you come and spend time to watch someone that you dislike? Let them have fun. If I see them, I'm blocking them. You know what I'm saying? But thank you for the super chat. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Asia Muhammad uh, says, hey, sis, good to see you. you're doing good. Did you get a new camera? I like the new look. No, it's the same camera, just a different location. The lighting is a little bit different. It's darker in the hotel room. So thank you so much, sis. Q1020 says, I'm waiting for the verdict for the rest of the officers who were involved. Me too. I really want to I really want to see what they end up charging that Asian man with. The main one after Chauvin who sat there and who tried to force people away from the scene. I really think the guy, the mixed cop, I think he's probably either going to get off or get the lightest sentence because he had only been on the force literally, I think like a few days, not even a week. So he's not understanding what the hell is going on. He's just following his superior, which was Derek Chauvin and the Asian guy. So I think out of everybody, he may get off or get the least sentence, but the Asian guy I think was just as guilty. Because he sat there and he did nothing and he had been on the force for years. But then it came out that that was also Derek Chauvin's brother-in-law because Derek Chauvin was married to his sister. So that rabbit hole goes deep with their relationship. So thank you for that. Um, Shy Guy sent $5, says, hey, T, got the weekend off. I'm ready to sip. Love you. I wish you the best on your move. Thank you so much. Is the stream going out? Okay, nope, it came back up. Okay, I'm just making sure the connection is still okay. Um, Leanna sent 999 says, love you, T. You've been doing your thing for years. Thank you for keeping it real and being yourself. Thank you so much, sis. I appreciate you. Thanks for coming through. Um, Lemonade, Lemon BS Droppable says, finally got off. Enough time to watch your live. You look beautiful. Sending blessings to you and your family. Love your channel. Thank you so much. Thank you for the super chat. C. Johnson says, you look gorgeous, auntie, hashtag T-Sipper. Thank you. Thank you for coming through. Uh, Anila Lum says, love you from Hawaii, auntie. Been waiting to send you something for a while. Here's my chance. Blessings to you and yours always. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. So I want to go ahead and segue here um, into the whole Britney Spears situation. And I'm going to end up doing a podcast, you know, that goes a little bit deeper in the whole Free Britney movement. So if you guys don't know, the other day, Britney Spears, she finally found her voice. Now, I've been talking about the free Britney movement for like the past two years on this channel. I'm a fan of Britney Spears, and I've just kind of watched how she has deteriorated compared to her counterparts who came out around the same time. When you see Christina Aguilera, Christina Aguilera is living her best life. Justin Timberlake is living his best life. Pink is out here doing her thing. She's on stage performing with her daughter. And then when you see Britney Spears, it's like she's a shell of the person that she once was. And she would make these weird videos saying that she was okay. And, you know, she just likes to dance in a room by herself. And she just would be looking almost like she was putting on a persona. Like we could just feel like something was not right with the whole you know, what was going on in Britney's life. 
And so Brittany finally went off the other day. She did a 40 minute, um, I'm not gonna call it, a, I don't know if you wanna call it a speech, a rant, or testimony. We can say it's a testimony on everything she's been going through over the past few years with her conservatorship. This woman is literally almost 40 years old. She hasn't been allowed to drive. She hasn't been allowed to just live freely like everybody else has been able to. And so she is like really upset and she's speaking up. And I, it just felt so good to hear Brittany just talk for herself and just, you know, really let people into everything that's been going on with her. So I'm just going to play you guys a snippet of what Brittany had to say. Let me see if I can find it here. I have all these pages up. Okay, here we go. So let me play you guys a snippet of what she had to say to the judge during the meeting. Now, I worked since I was 17 years old. You have to understand how thin that is for me. Every morning I get up to know I can't go in somewhere unless I meet people I don't know every week in an office identical to the one where the therapist was very abusive to me. I truly believe this conservatorship is abusive. And that we can sit here all day and say, oh, conservatorships are here to help people. But then there's a thousand conservatorships that are abusive as well. Man, I've worked since I was 17 years old. You it's not fair they're telling you guys about me openly. Even my family, they do interviews to anyone they want on news stations, my own family doing interviews and talking about the situation and making me feel so stupid. And I can't say one thing. I haven't really had the opportunity by my own self to actually handpick my own lawyer by myself. Um, and I would like to be able to do it's not fair they're telling you guys about me openly. Even I would like to progressively move forward and I want to have the real deal. I want to be able to get married and have a baby. I was told right now in the conservatorship I'm not able to get married or have a baby. I have a um, ID inside of myself right now so I don't get pregnant. I deserve to have the same rights as anybody does by having a child, a family, any of those things. And that's all I want to say to you. And thank you so much for letting me speak to you today. I would like to progress. All right. So let me come back on the screen here. So you guys heard a snippet of what she had to say. And I think the saddest part is when she was talking about how she wants to move forward and start a family, but she physically can't because they have an IUD inside of her. They have her on forced birth control at damn near 40 years old. And the thing is with her getting older, it may be a lot harder for her to even get pregnant, you know? And that's the sad part is that they've controlled so much of her life. And she's basically been a show pony all these years, you know, for her father and her, her family. And I, and I like the fact that she was even blasting her whole family, her mother, the brother, Jamie Lynn. It's like everybody has tried to play crazy. Like they didn't know what was going on with her and everything's okay. And I think what has really helped Brittany is her fans. I think the fact that she saw her fans, you know, just really supporting her and letting her know, like, we're here. We care about you. You were, a, you know, you were a big instrument in our childhood, high school years, college years. And we stand with you. We know something is wrong. So now she finally released a statement um, after everything went viral. Now the mainstream media is jumping on it, of course. They're all talking about the Free Britney movement. But this movement is not new. It's been going on for the past two years. So this is what Britney Spears is saying. 
Um, recently, she uh, sent a message to the fans. So Brittany says, I just want to tell you guys a little secret. I believe as people, we all want that fairy tale life. And by the way, I've posted. My life seems to look and be pretty amazing. I think that's what we all strive for. That was one of my mother's best traits. No matter how shitty a day was when I was younger, for the sake of me and my siblings, she always pretended like everything was okay. I'm bringing this to people's attention because I don't want people to think my life is perfect because it's definitely not at all. If you have read anything about me in the news this week, you obviously really know it's not. I apologize for pretending like I've been okay the past two years. I did it because of my pride. I was embarrassed to share what happened to me. But honestly, who doesn't want to capture their Instagram in a fun light? Believe it or not, pretending I'm okay has actually helped. So I decided to post this quote today because by golly, if you're going through hell, I feel like Instagram has helped me have a cool outlet to share my presence, existence, and to simply feel like I matter despite what I was going through. Hey, it worked. So I decided to start reading more fairy tales. So that is what Miss Brittany had to say um, about everything. Now, what I find interesting is that the fans have been coming out, like I said, for years, basically talking about the Free Britney movement and um, everything that she's been going through. And for the most part, the mainstream ignored it. Now, there was a documentary that came out a few months ago. I had talked about this on the live stream. And the documentary was good. I got a chance to watch it. And it basically addressed the whole Free Britney movement. And it has some of her biggest fans and supporters on there. And even then, I didn't really see a whole lot of mainstream people, celebrities really jumping on it. But what I find funny now is that now all of these celebrities are now trying to speak up and say Free Britney. Everybody, I can't. I won't knock Paris and her family because I know they were still very close with Britney. Paris talks to Britney, and I know Paris recently shouted her out um, during one of her DJ sets. Like, her and Britney are still close. But I did feel a way about Justin Timberlake. If you guys don't know, Justin, after everything came out, he ran to Twitter to say the following. And I really did feel a way about this. So Justin says... No one should ever be held against their will or ever have to ask permission to access anything that they have worked hard for. Jess and I send our love and our absolute support to Brittany during this time. We hope the courts and her family make, the right, make this right and let her live however she wants to live. After what we saw today, we should be supporting Brittany at this time, regardless of our past, good and bad, no matter how long ago it was, what's happening to her right now is not right. No woman should ever be restricted from making decisions about her own body. No one should ever be held against their will or ever have to ask permission to access anything that they worked hard for. So that is what um, Justin had to say about this situation. You know, I guess maybe because you can call me lovely T, queen of receipts, queen of, you know, I can game of thrones. I am Daenerys Stormborn, queen of, you know, mother of dragons. You know, I'm mother of receipts, a mother, I just don't forget shit. And, you know, while, yes, it was in the past, but I still feel a way because when Britney was going through it, when she was at her lowest point, like I said, back then the paparazzi were allowed to just kind of treat these young women any type of way. You know, they grew up in the media um, era, and this is before social media. 
So the way we got a lot of our information was through like, you know, um, the magazines and through the tabloids. And they would literally just like hunt this woman down, harass her. I mean, people were scared that she was going to end up being like Princess Diana because they did Princess Diana the same way. Now, you know, maybe I'm bringing up old shit, but I remember when Britney was at her lowest and Justin made the Cry Me a River video, okay? And in that video, who remembers this shit? Shout out to the Britney fans. In that video, he had a Britney Spears lookalike. You know what I'm saying? And he basically spun the narrative that Britney Spears was like this cheating slut. You know, that, that she cheated on him and his heart was so broken and that wasn't even why they broke up. But he spun it and made so much money off of it. Just like he did the same thing with Janet Jackson. You know, he claims he's sorry about the whole Super Bowl incident and him leaving her out on a ledge. But then he was turning around and liking shady tweets from fans. And then he still referenced it in, you know, music videos and in songs, you know, years later. Like he was proud of it. So I just, I can't, I can't take Justin, you know, Timberlake seriously. You know, I get it trying to come out and show support, but it comes off as like really disingenuous to me because again, he ate off of like her, her breaking down and everything that she was going through was kind of why she ended up in a conservatorship because she was being tore apart by the media. Her motherhood was constantly being questioned. Plus the whole breakup with Justin, you know, that was still being thrown in her face. The video Crime Me River was being thrown in her face. And now it's like all these celebrities are coming to rally around her. But I, I besides Paris Hilton, I don't really want to hear shit from a lot of these celebrities because this Free Britney movement has been going on. The mainstream media is now trying to do exposés. There was a whole 40-minute expose um, the other day, I believe, was on Good Morning America. CNN has done whole breakdowns. But all this has come within the past 48 hours. Well, where were y'all when all these, you know, so-called crazy fans were hashtagging free Britney? None of them were there to be found. But now that the regular people have done all the work, now here comes the mainstream media and the celebrities wanting to jump on the train because it's trending right now. So I don't respect that. But I do respect the fact that Paris Hilton continues to support her to this day. So like I stated, uh, she ended up shouting Britney out the other day. I want to go ahead and play you guys this video here real quick. The star's shocking testimony amid her continued conservatorship battle. Paris, who infamously became friends with the superstar singer in the early 2000s, gave a shout out to the Free Britney movement while performing a DJ set at the Resort World's Grand Opening in Las Vegas. Socialite said on the mic, we love you, Britney, free Britney, and immediately started to play Britney's hit piece of me, which caused the crowd to go wild. The DJ and businesswoman also liked a series of tweets mentioning her show support. Not to mention in the like section of Paris's Twitter account are a whole bunch of tweets in support of her longtime friend. During Britney's remote appearance in front of a judge on June 23rd, the singer said that she never discussed the more oppressive details of her conservatorship because she, quote, didn't think anyone would believe her. She referenced Paris's recent accusations of being abused while at a boarding school in Utah as an example. Britney said, quote, to be honest with you, the Paris Hilton story on what they did to her at that school, I didn't believe any of it. I'm sorry, I'm an outsider, and I'll just be honest, I didn't believe it. And maybe I'm wrong, and that's why I didn't want to say any of this to anybody, to the public because I thought people would make fun of me or laugh at me and say, she's lying, she's got everything, she's Britney Spears, I'm not lying. 
The post pairs liked seemed to confirm that she did not take Britney's statements personally. Among the tweets earning a double tap from Paris was this post that says, quote, Britney never said Paris Hilton was lying. She meant that she couldn't believe what had happened to her. And because she couldn't believe something so awful happened to Paris, she was scared to tell everyone what was happening to her because nobody would believe her. The latest display of support from Paris mirrors what she had to say about the singer last fall while speaking with Andy Cohen on his Sirius XM show in September. Paris said, quote, I love her so much and i feel if you're an adult you should be able to live your life and not be controlled we just love to see these two icons supporting each other okay so let me go ahead and come on here so i'm just glad that she found her voice and she's speaking and shout out to paris for not allowing people to try and hit them against each other because you know some people are messy so let me go ahead and read um some of these super chats maybe just comments um let's see here blessed breeze says i've been depressed all week it's a blessing to see your face tonight first time i've smiled authentically all week thank you wow thank you so much for joining me and thank you for the super chat and this is why i do what i do the love that i get far outweighs the hate so thank you so much. That makes me feel good that I'm able to, you know, somewhat help lift you out of your depression. So thanks. Um, Kashif sent $10 says, all love tea, but it's pronounced Kashif. I said it right. Ah. <laughs> uh, Mukaslin. Okay, I like that. Beautiful last name. Says, congrats on the new home for you and your young kings. Hashtag Carpe Denim. We always still got time, cuz. Thank you so much for the $10 super chat. I appreciate you. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Kirk Terrain says, hey, auntie, congratulations on the new home. By the way, fuck them haters. Yes. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> Thank you so much for the $49.99 super chat. I really appreciate you, love. Um, Pink Unicorn uh, gave Tamika a middle finger, honey. Sent $5 and said, Tamika, F you, B. So thank you, Pink Unicorn, for having my back. Tamika got the hell up out of here, but we're going to keep her $5, though. We, you know what I'm saying? We're going to keep that change. So thank you so much. Josh A sent 10. Thank you, Josh. Um, let's see. Mona, uh, Mona, Mona says, keep speaking your truth. Love you, sis. I love you, too. Thank you. Tamia Janae says, sending love from Vegas. That's what's up. Uh, thank you, sis. Uh, Carissa Allen says, I'm still tired from last night, but you look gorgeous. Thank you. Girl, that green room was a mess last night. That's why I had to take me a nap. I'm like, I'm still tired from last night. <laughs> Thank you for the super chat, sis. Uh, Food for Thought says, why do they never bring up George Floyd's other kids? That part. But you know, when you, when you bring that up, you're being mean when you ask basic questions. So I'm not even going to go there. Thank you, Food for Thought. That man has five other children, grown children. And... Yeah, they just, they don't bring them up at all, unfortunately. Um, CDB sent $24.99. Thank you, CD. Appreciate you. Angelica Corridio. Oh, it just disappeared. Hold on. These super chats are compiling in. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm trying to see if I can scroll back and find it. Oh, God. Where'd it go? Okay, there we go. Hey, T, you look beautiful as always. Super happy. Today is my goddaughter's born day. Okay. Well, happy birthday to her. And thank you so much for coming through and supporting tonight. I really appreciate you. Uh, Mind Your Own Business sent $49.99. Thank you so much. Says lovely T from top to bottom, inside out, period. 
all around Renaissance woman, simply gorgeous. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. It's been a stressful, stressful two weeks, y'all. I've been going through it, but you guys seriously, like, keep me doing what I do. And I just, I appreciate the love. Like I said, the love far outweighs the hate. And I'm going to keep on, you know, chugging as long as I can. So thank you so much, sis. Um, to be Black Native, Sanfai says, most states allow family impact statements on both sides, but the defense is limited. That's probably why she spoke. She never came to court once. Thank you for the super chat. I appreciate you. Um, a Thousand Sky says, hey, Auntie, I'm sending you love from South Korea. Okay. Um, I hope everything is going great. Watching you from work, you always speak the truth. Thank you so much uh, for the 12,000 W money in South Korea. I don't know what that breaks down to, but I appreciate you. Thank you. Uh, Goth Boy, shout out to Goth Boy. Um, we're going to be definitely connecting soon here. He sent $14.99, says, Auntie, I love you. You know I had to send a super chat. LOL, child, I hope you are ready for the Dragon Ball T series. Brit Brit, about to expose the Illuminati and make for making her a puppet. Hashtag free bit. Free Brit. Thank you so much, Goth Boy. I appreciate it. I think now that she's found her voice, she's definitely going to speak more about what she's gone through. And I think that they need to like really change some of the laws with the conservatorships. Because before this situation, I didn't know how conservatorships work. I always assumed it was for people who got into like car accidents or, you know, just their brain, their brain capacity wasn't all there anymore. So people had to make decisions for them. When she spoke, she was very articulate. And I think she was speaking a lot faster because she was trying to get everything out. You know, when you've been silenced for so long and you finally get a chance to like, you know, get everything that you wanted to say over the years off your chest, you speak very fast because you want to make sure you can get everything out that's on your mind. And they kept having to slow her down. So I think that she's definitely going to eventually take this somewhere. I don't know if she's going to write a book. Maybe she can help to change laws. But I don't see how a woman who's who's she's very articulate and very capable. I don't see how she was able to be under conservatorship for 13 years. And I believe the only reason why they kept her there because she was feeding so many people. So many people were eaten off of this conservatorship, including the judges, the people who oversaw this case because they were getting paid every time they had to go to court for this mess. The conservators, the lawyers, her father, her family, Everybody had their hands in the pot. So it made sense to keep this millionaire under conservatorship because she was funding everyone's lifestyle. So I believe the corruption in this Britney Spears case goes very deep. I think what, what she said during that testimony was just scratching the surface. Because remember, we talked about this on Discord in the DMs, that what was very disturbing was when she said that, I believe her psychiatrist, the guy who was, you know, supposed to, she was supposed to talk to him every week. When he passed, she got on her knees and thanked God. That's not normal. Nobody revels in somebody's death unless that person really, really mistreated them and did some horrible things to them. So when she said that, that definitely made the hairs on my neck stand up. Like that psychiatrist was obviously doing something to her for her to say that she got on her knees and thanked God that he's no longer on earth. So yeah, Brittany definitely has a story to tell. And I'm glad that most of us, especially in the Discord, we've been supporting the Free Britney movement from day one. So I'm definitely curious to see where it goes from here. 
Um, let's see here. Marty likes to party. I like that name. <laughs> Says, I hear everyone talking about his sentencing, but has he been granted an appeal? Let's say they grant him a five, uh, grant him a five-year appeal. He appeals his sentencing and they grant it. He'll only serve five of the 22 years. Thank you so much for the $20 super chat. I appreciate it. I mean, again, it's a waiting game. You know, we don't know what's going to happen so far. They're not going to allow him to, because I know they were talking about they wanted to like retry it because one of the jurors and the judge said no. So will he get an appeal? I don't know. We'll have to deal with that when that, you know, when that time comes, if that time comes. Um, let's see here. Eighth House still says, T, them things is sitting right. Oh, God, thank you. Says, yes, tell them haters. I said, shut up. I always remember it's a spell and spelling. Remember, I'm a slave for you. Mm, thank you for the $10. <laughs> yes. And you know what? I was going on a Britney binge yesterday, just listening to her music and listening to a lot of her songs. And isn't it interesting? Like we always say, the power of the tongue. The power of the tongue. She had a song called I'm a Slave for You. That was the jam. Remember, we was all jamming to it in the club. We was like 19, 20 years old. You know what I'm saying? She had everybody wanting to, you know, wear thongs. And you know how everybody used to th show their thongs? Um, we wear them low rider jeans. That was a style back in like 2000, right? So again, the power of the tongue manifesting. I'm glad you brought that up. You know, she had a song called I'm a Slave for You. Those words cast spells and they ended up making Britney a slave for them via the conservatorship. You can't make this shit up. Y'all can say that we're crazy and we look at stuff too deep, but those are words right there manifesting. So thank you for bringing that up. I appreciate that. Uh, Desiree Nicole, what's up, sis? She sent $10, says, I've been trying to send a super chat for like 10 minutes. See that shit, YouTube, hating once again. She says, hope they put him in the general population. Also, Brittany deserves to live her own life the way she wants to. Exactly. She definitely does. And I just hope everything starts working out for her. I knew there was some shit about the daddy when her son. Remember, Brittany's my pregnancy twin. Me and her were pregnant when I was pregnant with my youngest son. She was pregnant with her oldest. And when the oldest came and was dragging the grandfather and they had to shut down his Instagram, I'm like, that boy is speaking some truth that they don't want to get out. He, I, Who remembers that rant? Put a teacup. If y'all remember, I believe the oldest one is Jaden because she the, their names are Sean and Jaden. When he drugged the grandfather. Oh, he went off. He was cussing him out and everything else because he's tired of seeing his mother be treated like trash. And now he's old enough and, and you know, more aware of the situation. For years, they made it seem like she was not fit to be a mother. And now they're, you know, as these kids are waking up and they're seeing there's nothing wrong with my mom. My mom is very much fit. And when he went after that grandfather, I'm like, there's something definitely going on in that family. And for the baby, because you know, the babies are going to speak the truth. For the baby to come out swinging. Meanwhile, her sister, her brother, and her mother ain't really saying nothing, but liking cryptic tweets. That told me a lot because they were benefiting now for her as well. So that baby was speaking truth to power and they shut his shit down. You know what I'm saying? They shut, we ain't seen him on Instagram since. <laughs> They're like, uh -uh, he's speaking too much truth. Okay. Um, let's see here. Um, Sasha Allen says, 
They forced an IUD. What's really got my attention is Brittany deserves to live her life. By the way, keep doing what you're doing. You're my slightly older sister in my head. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it, sis. Um, let's see here. Uh, Alex for 700 says, Brittany is unfortunately living the life of Meghan Markle. Is living the life that Meghan Markle tried to portray on Oprah, clown, free Brittany. <laughs> oh, the shade, honey, the shade. <laughs> Meghan Markle was acting like she was in a low-key conservatorship. But, you know, it is what it is. Child, the shade. Um, let's see here. Uh, musician says, don't forget, Justin made fun of her comeback performance. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, Justin Timberlake, just he gives me disingenuous vibes. That's why every time he speaks on her, I just give him the side eye. Uh, let's see here. Mariah P Pierre says, T, my boyfriend and I are coming to the Mom America next month. I said, if I saw y'all lose my mind all the way from Boston. That is awesome. Thank you so much for the super chat, sis. And enjoy the Mom of America. You guys will love it. It's like the biggest mom in the country. So have fun. Um, T Shani says, looking beautiful, T. I missed the beginning of the live. I watched the playback. Love you, sis. Love you, too. Thank you so much. Um, Blue Marvel says, hey, T, lithium is prescribed to patients with mental DXs, i.e. bipolar, schizophrenia. She sounds articulate, but we don't see what she looks like off her meds. That might be true, but look at it like this. What if they gave her those meds when she really didn't need them? You know what I'm saying? If they were able to do all of this, what's to say that they're not misdiagnosing her to give her those meds, you know? So it's going to be interesting to see what, what comes of this. But thank you for the super chat. Uh, young Kobe says, T.T. Uh, T. Timberlake should have sat this one out. <laughs> thank you for the super chat. Um, Godboy sent another 499 says, T, he is even still talking about Britney in his last book he came out with back in 2018. I believe he's trying to eat off of Britney by talking about her. See, I didn't know he even wrote a book and he had her in the book. So that's very interesting. So, yeah, he's definitely jumping on the Britney train. I definitely see that. Um, Angel Robinson says, my Internet auntie, love you, T, been sipping since 2016. Thank you so much for the $5 super chat. Um, Akila Taylor, Akila Taylor says, what's up, auntie? I'm sending my support, even with everything you got going on. Damn it, it just moved. It disappeared. Uh, let's see if I can find it. Sorry, it just disappeared. But thank you for the super chat, sis. I appreciate you. Um, we got a bunch of super chats coming through. Um, Mr. Borgeson sent $20, says, my beautiful chocolate queen, finally caught alive. You keep it real all the time, and I'm here for it. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Um, the Lighthouse sent 50 bucks. Thank you, The Lighthouse. Thank you so much for the super chat. Daniel uh, Latouche says, hey, T, the bridge collapsed in D.C. this week. I immediately thought of you on your previous podcast on the issue. The infrastructure struggle is too real. Yes, we were speaking on that in the Discord. Um, and then the very next day, I'm sure you guys saw this, the building in Miami, the residential building collapsed. So far, they found four people dead, and they said there's 159 people missing. And what is very disturbing about, like, everything with these, with the infrastructure crumbling, these apartment buildings, is that what I noticed when I was in Florida is that a lot of these high-rise buildings are just, like, in really bad shape, 
and they're renting them out for Airbnbs because people are either moving to newer condos or they're just not upkeeping them. So a lot of them are being rented out. So you have to be very, very careful with like some of these places that, especially if they're high rises that are being put up for Airbnb because a lot of them are not structurally sound. And when I seen the bridge collapse, that was very disturbing. I, I wasn't really sure what caused it. Somebody said it was like a bomb or something or somebody's truck, uh, like a truck or something hit the bridge. I got to look more into it. But it's a lot of things going on with the infrastructure in the country. And also the ransomware attacks are definitely up as well. So it's a lot of things that people just need to be really, really mindful of, you know, and it's just very interesting that like all of this stuff is like coming to pass and being talked about in the mainstream. But yeah, I woke up that morning, I was getting so many text messages like, look, a bridge collapsed and oh my God, a, the, this building fell down. And I'm just like, wow, it's just crazy. Everything that's happening in 2021. Um, Miss... Anima 23 says, listening to Lucky hits different now. Yeah, that song has been hitting differently for me for a while now. And that's one of my favorite Britney songs as well is Lucky and Criminal. I love Criminal. But yeah, that song definitely, definitely hits different. Um, Beatrice says, I hope everyone responsible for Britney's imprisonment gets what they deserve. I hope she sues them and gets everything back, including her dignity. Yeah, that would be nice. But if they're living off of her, I highly doubt that they have any money, you know, that that they'll be able to give her back. You know what I'm saying? But I think, you know, maybe some jail time. If they can find some real corruption and them illegally medicating her, maybe these folks should be thrown in jail, you know, because the corruption definitely runs deep with that. Um, but thank you for the super chat. Lighthouse says prayers for everything, babe. Thank you so much for the $5 super chat, Lighthouse. Um, Marlon Harrison says, I pray that God protects Brittany. I'm scared that if she talks too much, Hollywood is going to off her. Well, hopefully they don't. You know, I don't want to speak that into existence. Hopefully she's able to make it through and come out on the other side. But, you know, it's all a waiting game. Um, Double-edged sword. What's up, sis? She says, hey, T, congratulations on finalizing everything with the house. Blessings upon blessings. Hit the like button, y'all. Love you. I love you, too. And thank you for coming through. Definitely hit that like button, you guys. Um, Marvin D says, T, you're looking beautiful as always. Congratulations on the new house. Thank you for the $10 super chat and thank you for the um, message. I really appreciate it. So, y'all, I want to go ahead and talk about. <laughs> Damn, it's already been 50 minutes. I just happened to look over. Goodness, time is flying. So, I want to go ahead and talk about the whole sweetie situation and this whole pretty girl privilege. Um, very interesting. A lot of people are talking about it. She was interviewed recently by Nick Cannon and they're talking about, you know, how she has pretty privilege and how, you know, it's, it's been, it's worked against her. It's very bothersome. She's gone through a lot with pretty privilege and all this stuff. So let me go ahead and pull that up here. Give me just a second. Okay, here she goes. And there are some pretty people who do abuse. Hold on, let me let me refresh it. There are some pretty people who do abuse whatever privilege they're given. But it's definitely me, pretty privilege, right? But it's just like, <laughs> but for me, honestly, throughout my whole life, me pretty was kind of like a. It was a way. It was. It was kind of. Um, how do I say this? 
it wasn't a privilege for me. I was mm. judged. I was rumors were made of, of about made of. Okay, so let me come back on the screen here. Um, I feel like there's a lot of capping with what she's saying. I'm not really buying it. Um, Sweetie is a pretty girl, so don't get me wrong. But it comes out very disingenuous. I just feel like she's capping. You know, everybody wants to be vic a victim in 2021. Like, victimhood is very, very, I don't know what you want to call it. Um, it it's like everybody wants to be a victim of something in 2021. So now being pretty is somehow, you know, victimhood, you know, it's now like a, a cloak of victimhood. And the thing is, she's saying that her being pretty, you know, caused people to like dislike her, spread rumors about her. You know, in high school, people spread rumors and talk shit about people and you ain't even got to be pretty. You know, that's just what people do in high school. You know, I guess for me, I feel like this. You can't say that pretty privilege has worked against you when you're still benefiting from pretty privilege. Let's keep it real. She makes some OK music, but she, she can't rap. She's not really talented. I remember when she was on, was it on Hot 97 when they asked her to kick a freestyle and she really couldn't do it? Her music is mediocre at best. Fun music. If it comes out in the club, I'm going to shake to it. I'm going to, you know, bounce and twerk and have fun. You know, she makes fun music, but let's not act like she hasn't gotten to where she's gotten with mediocre music because she's pretty. You know, so which one is it? Like either... You're benefiting from it and you're going to accept it for what it is. But then you can't also try and play victim with it as well. And, you know, somebody said she's the Cassie of rap. Exactly. Like her, her, her whole epitome in the rap game has been benefited because she's pretty. And I don't care what people say. People like to like be PC and say things like, oh, you know, who remembers like back in the day, they'd have talk shows and they say like, oh, I'm too pretty to get a date or I go through so much being pretty. And back in the day, people would clown you like, shut the fuck up. Like, you're not going to trade shoes with somebody who's not pretty. Like, let, like, let's stop the foolishness. Like, you are in that position because of how you look, because of your body, because you have the full package. So then I never understand when people try to act like, you know, somehow it's not, it's not a benefit. Let's even go deeper. The person who's interviewing her is Nick Cannon. The only reason why Nick Cannon gets away with the bullshit that he's getting away with, having all these damn children in the span of a few months, is because his baby's mothers are pretty. If he had a bunch of booger wolves pregnant, he'd be the laughing stock. People would be dragging him. They'd be dragging the women, but because they're racially ambiguous, they're pretty women, they have nice bodies. He also benefits from pretty privilege. Because if he had a whole haram of just, you know, like I said, booger wolves, he would not be given a pass. So let, let's, yes, I said booger wolves. Let's keep it real. And on top of the pretty privilege, Let's also keep it real that part of that pretty privilege comes with the fact that Sweetie is also biracial. She's half black and half Filipino. Okay. So a lot of people who benefit from pretty privilege, they tend to look a certain way. 
And I'm not saying that there's not, you know, of course there's beautiful dark-skinned women out here, don't get me wrong, but they don't get a lot of the same benefits with their pretty privilege as like a sweetie and as other women. The most like dark-skinned chicks will get, who'll see that type of privilege is that they look a certain way, like a Jessica White or a Bernice Burgos. But you can have a basic looking mixed chick and her head can be so swole because automatically people will put her in the privilege, in the pretty box just because she's a certain complexion or she has a certain hair texture. Matter of fact, there's a video right now going viral of this young, I want to say, I don't know if she's Puerto Rican or mixed or whatever. And she basically is upset because her and this guy broke up and she feels like he should still be funding her lifestyle. Featurism, colorism, you know, people being racially ambiguous, all of that falls into the pretty privileged box. So I don't want to hear now all of a sudden she's a victim because she's so pretty, because she wouldn't change. She would not swap lives with the character Precious. And when I say the character Precious, I'm talking about the character. So y'all bitches get out y'all feelings. I'm not talking about Gabourey. I'm talking about the character Precious. Okay. She wouldn't swap her life with somebody in that situation. So let's stop with the, oh my God, I'm so pretty and it's worked against me. No, it hasn't. No, it hasn't. Because it's a lot different when somebody's talking about you because you're pretty and saying, oh, that girl's, that bitch thinks she's all that because she's pretty or, or whatever versus somebody talking about you because you're ugly. Let's keep that. That hits differently if you're being talked about and you're ugly versus being talked about and you're pretty. Because when you're pretty, you can say, oh, well, bitch, you're just a hater. Bitch, you're just mad. You're just mad. You don't look like me. Da, 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 da. But when you're ugly, what is your comeback? Yeah, I'm fat, black, and, and well, uh, wait, what is it? What, what, what Biggie say? A hot throb never. Fat and black and ugly as ever. That's like ugly people's comeback. Well, Biggie was ugly. <laughs> like, let's keep it real. So I'm not, I'm not buying all the, oh, woe is me. Oh, my life sucks because I'm so pretty. Child. Okay, so let me go ahead and play out this video. This girl, honey, she is super gassed up. But y'all go ahead and listen to her. If that person has taken me from one space or level in my life to another, so I'm forever grateful. And I also, in the same note, feel like if I was to ever be in the space that I could repay in any way, shape, or form, that I would. You know what I mean? But um, And the other side of me is like, you can't take it back anyway, so it doesn't matter, because you've already placed me at this space. So it's like, yeah, unless you want me to fake be with you to keep my shit, then... Let's just be friends, and it didn't work, and that's that. But you got to continue to, you know, your credit is going to messed up. I don't know. But he continued paying it. He did continue. He's, yeah. How long did he, he still paying it? Yeah, yeah. And you would have done it? Yeah. yeah. It's been like, I've been with my guy maybe like going on one year, and he's been paying my But I would love to meet your guy. I would really love to meet him, because those men are weird. I know. I want this more, man. I want this more, man. I because there's no man here that's gonna be like, I just don't know him. That's like, this nigga said, once he finds out, like, that nigga's we gonna get a man here. Yeah, be like, nah, we gonna get you know, a credit. He knows? Nah, no, he know I got a They both, everybody know everything. Oh, everybody. Nice. <laughs> that man feels like, let's, while we have this opportunity, let's stack our bread. Oh, so, we, you know, and then, like, you're ready. That's why y'all together. 
That's who that is. I know. That's who are both like, I'm just trying to come out. I was a sneaky, because so if I was sneaky, I would have stayed with them. I would have been sneaky. Yeah, what I'm saying is, your man is on some like, oh, if that nigga gonna pay the rent, then we gonna come up off him. So your man thinks he's a sucker. I mean, he's a, and he thinks that nigga is a sucker. Yeah, yeah my man does think that. He thinks he's a sucker. Yeah. He thinks that. But I don't think that. No, that's that's my friend. I feel like, I feel like, if it was, look, so, if, like, I already, I have a son. If my son was well off, and he decided to put a woman in a car, I would feel like that's disrespectful for you to take. You should have never put that nah, woman in that car. That. That's how I feel. And I raised, and I raised, and I raised, and I then he should have thought of that in the budget from day one when he initially got the car. So you know what I mean? Because. But so it was hard. My cheating, remember? I said cheating is Cheating is different. No, cheating is different. Oh, right, yeah, cheating sure. is different. I feel like if someone cheats on you, then yeah, you should take the stuff away because they're being sneaky. They're using you. You know, they're using you. But if you're open about things like I was in this relationship, where it just wasn't working but we remained friends and he was still paying that during our friendship and then maybe like five months later I got with my guy you know you're not gonna well, stop you, I, think I, I, I never seen a man before and, and kind of was like why don't you just pay this shit so yeah. we don't worry about him like yeah you know, like, he's getting money but he don't have a I mean neither I mean to where I had to feel like that. Oh, you know what I mean? So it's not like that man has ever placed me in a space, like the guy that pays my bills or pays whatever, he's never told me like, yo, you got to figure this out. Do you, you know see what I mean? As a, when you see a man, do you see him as a provider? Because he's not really providing for you. Or no, you he, do, he does in every other way. Like providing for me, like what? Just at home? I mean, like, who, like who's more important to you right now? Your boyfriend or the one that's paying for your shelter? They here? play different roles in my life. Oh, you know what I mean? I mean, obviously, love. no. Like my my man is my man. Like I'm gonna put him above anybody. Well, I'm so what's for love and what's for money? I'm not with the other person. All right, let me come back on here. So y'all just heard what she was saying, and so that video is like going viral all over social media because. Basically, she got this guy. People are calling him a simp. You know, she feels like he should be paying for her lifestyle, even though that they've broken up. She feels like she's become accustomed to that lifestyle, even though they're not married. It's not her husband, you know, but she feels like because she's become accustomed to that lifestyle, he owes it to her to keep paying for her car and her home and things like that. And let me keep it real. You only hear shit like this from women who look like that. You don't, you, you know, and it's because, like I said, certain women, they will automatically put them in the pretty box. And regardless if people feel like she's pretty or not, somebody thought she was pretty enough to pay for her, you know, to fund her whole lifestyle. Even now that she has another man, the dude is still funding her lifestyle. So those are the type of women that you see, you know, who talk about things like that. So I'm just, I'm not buying this whole pretty privilege, you know, being a bad thing because it helps a lot of these women to be able to hustle and get things out of men and, and get things that maybe women who don't have that same privilege are able to get. You know what I'm saying? A lot of women who may not be as pretty as her or, you know, sweetie or whatever, then at that point, you got to take a different route. Maybe then at that point, you got to work on, you know, getting your own bag and getting degrees and things like that. So I think there's different things that that women can bring to the table but I just feel like at the end of the day, a lot of these people are trying, you know, I just, I'm not, I'm not feeling the whole victimhood of, oh, I'm so pretty. And, you know, it's, it's been a detriment to me. No, not really. Because even her being pretty, she was able, sweetie was able to get into certain spaces. 
you know, to be around certain people to be able to even, you know, foster a music career. Again, if she was not cute, she wouldn't even able to rub shoulders with the likes of Justin Combs and Pete Diddy and things like that. So she's been able to get into certain spaces because of her looks. And let's keep it real. In society, we do praise pretty people. We want to see pretty people on YouTube. We want to see pretty people on TikTok and on Instagram. People can say all the shit they want to say, like, oh, looks don't matter. It's all about what's in here. It's in the heart. I do have a heart behind these big chests, you know, behind my big ass chest. But people are like, oh, it's what's in the heart. It's what's in the inside. I feel like that's bullshit. It's not what's in the inside because if it was what's in the inside, please explain to me why all of these women, this is a video that's going viral right now all over social media. Today, BBL was trending and there's literally a line of women at the airport. It's getting so bad that Delta does not have enough employees to push women around who are running to go get BBLs. So if it's all about what's in here and it's all about personality and being a good person, then why are women running to fix their bodies, uh, bleach their skin, just do all types of stuff to do what they deem is pretty? Look at this. This is sad. BBLs are hitting the community like crack in the 80s. This is causing a huge... Look at all these women leaving the Dominican Republic. This dude says, son, this was a line in Santo Domingo to get to Atlanta in the airport for a wheelchair. 95% surgery... <laughs> surgery passengers. That is insane to me. So like I said, you know... Miss me with the bullshit about it's all about what's in the heart. People feel like if they're not pretty look wise, then they're going to try and get it body wise. They're trying to compete with the girls who are pretty. Okay. Look at all these women. Here goes more. They don't even have enough people to carry. <laughs> they don't even have enough people to push these women. This is crazy. Here, look. <laughs> you can't make this shit up. Somebody said, bitch, it's 28 wheelchairs coming up. They <laughs> said it's 28 wheelchairs coming out the flight from DR and Delta is losing their mind trying to find 28 personnel to push these search. <laughs> To push these surgery bitches off the flight. Good evening. If you can, please walk. <laughs> you can't make this shit up. So I don't want to hear shit about it's not about looks. It's not about, you know, being pretty. It's all about what's in here. Fuck out of here. And I'm not mad at them. These women are doing what they feel like they need to do to compete. You know what I'm saying? They are literally lining up like Delta is swamped right now because there's so many BB, BBL patients flying in from the Dominican Republic. Everybody getting that damn PPP money, honey, and getting a peach. PPP stands for... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let me get a pretty, pretty peach, okay? I mean, the whole situation is a mess. It's a mess out here. So I, I feel like there is, you know, certain privileges. So I'm not buying that, you know, somehow it's a detriment to her. 
you know, it, it's no different. Like, I don't know. I just always find it corny when people try to do that. Like, oh, I wish I wasn't so pretty because, you know, it, it's just, it's, it's so much, you know, it's such, it's so hard that every time I walk out, all these guys are trying to holler at me. Yeah, it must be very hard that all these guys are trying to holler at you and put you up in penthouses and, and, and things like that. You know, miss me with the bullshit. Miss me with the bullshit. Just like, like I said with Nick Cannon's baby's mothers. The reason why they don't get shamed as much as like, you know, future's regular baby mamas is because they're all pretty. They're exceptionally pretty. So they don't shame them as much. Just like with Joy, even if you look at future baby's mother, the Joy versus Eliza Rain, Eliza Rain gets more hate because of how she looks. Even future one, they call her ugly. So how can you call the mother of your child ugly when you have a child, a little girl with her? What is the daughter supposed to think when she gets older? But she's never once called Joy ugly and they were pregnant at the same damn time. So yeah, you know, it's just, I think, I think it's disingenuous. So I'm not buying it. I, you know, I'm not buying it at all. I think it's bullshit. Um, let me go ahead and read some of these comments. Y'all got me over here cracking up. Look at all these wheelchair emojis. Y'all are crazy. Somebody said they're creating human sex dolls. Yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I feel like a lot of it is just women trying to compete, you know? So if they feel like they got to compete by looking like, you know, IG models and video vixens, that's what they're going to do. That's why I feel like a lot of women back in the day, uh, like the video vixens of yesteryear, were just naturally pretty. Like Melissa Ford is like a naturally pretty woman. You know, I think the only thing she got done was like her boobs or whatever. But I'm talking about face wise. She's very pretty and has a really, you know, nice spirit. She's really cool. You know, I met her a few times, really, really down to earth. But I just think like women back then would just their looks were more obtainable, you know. And now in order to like get somebody's attention, it's not even so much you just have to have a pretty face. Now you have to have the whole package. Because, yeah, you might have a pretty face, but then this girl has a pretty face and big titties and a small waist and a fat ass. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. You know, I'm not I'm not knocking any of these women, but it is. But I do find it funny that it was that many women, you know, what I'm saying, in wheelchairs <laughs> coming from the DR. <laughs> that many jokes write themselves. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, there, there's definitely. Um, no, I, I didn't. No, I didn't meet Superhead. Melissa Ford is not Superhead. We're not going to do that. Superhead um, uh, is Corinne Stephens, Lindsay. Melissa Ford never went down that route. Road. Melissa Ford was a video vixen back in the day before Superhead. They were all around. They were all out at the same time. Her, um, Gloria Velez. Gloria Velez was really cool. I really liked her. Me and her spoke a few times on MySpace. That's how down the earth Gloria Velez was. I loved her in the Big Pimpin' video. You know what I'm saying? And these women, they just had, they were just naturally pretty. They all had, you know, more or less natural bodies. And then everything just kind of really shifted, you know. And even with Sweetie, it's like, yes, yeah, she's very pretty. But would you still be considered at that level if you were just a regular Sweetie with just a regular body that you had before you got your body and things done? So a lot of things can hype you up to be even more pretty. So that's another thing. So, you know, if you wanted to be so ugly and, oh, this, this pretty is such a stress, then why get your body done? If you're so insecure about, you know, being cute, then why bring more attention to yourself? So I'm, I'm not buying it. I think it's it's crap. 
Let's see here. Um, the struggle is real says the pretty privilege is too much. I'm proud to say that I earned everything I ever got. When men spend money on me, I look at it as a method of control. That is very interesting. Thank you so much for the super chat, sis. Um, semi ratchetness sent 10 says these women like to act like they're better than others who pay their own bills. The true T is she's probably doing something for that money to keep flowing and her man is okay with it because he's dusty. Right. Because think about it. What man would be okay with their woman still being taken care of by another man? And that should tell you something that for the guy that you're with to be okay with that, because I don't care what you say. A man is not going to keep funding your lifestyle. There's not something in it for him. Y'all may not be together, but you're still giving him head. You're still doing something for him to keep, you know, wanting to keep you at a lifestyle that you become accustomed to. You know, for people saying, well, she's not all that. Maybe her head game is, you know, is tops. Who knows? But he's definitely getting something out of it. And for a man to be okay with another man controlling their situation is really disturbing. So I definitely agree with you when you said that the dude has to be a dusty. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Um, Kirk Terrain sent another $24.99. Says, Auntie, I just sent the super chat a second ago, but the bridge in Baltimore also collapsed yesterday. My grandmother called and told me, your predictions are more than right. Love you, Auntie. I didn't even know about the Baltimore bridge. Wow, that's crazy. Thank you so much for the super chat. Um, let's see here. Desiree Nicole says, I think she had postpartum depression. Imagine your husband cheating on you and you're taking care of your baby. You leave the house for diapers and 100 people have cameras in your face screaming and taking pictures of your baby. Anyone would trip. Oh, you're talking about Brittany. I agree. I definitely agree. Uh, let's see what y'all are saying here. Uh, Life of Deshanta says, Melissa Ford is actually really smart and enlightened. Listen to her speak on a range of topics. Makes you forget that she was once a video vixen. Yeah, she's always, I've always been a fan of Melissa Ford. She's always carried herself well. You know, she's just a naturally pretty girl. You know what I'm saying? And she's just always carried herself well. So I, I've always been a fan of Melissa Ford. You know, but I just like the fact that she owned it. She was like, you know what? I was pretty. They asked me to be in music videos. I had a nice body and I needed money to pay for college. She owned it. So I'm just not buying this whole, you know, everybody wants to be a victim. And I'm not saying that being pretty doesn't come with drama. Anything comes with drama. Hell, being fat comes with drama. You know what I mean? Anything can come with it. But let's not act like, you know, you. everybody for the most part would rather be a looker, okay, and be pretty or be handsome than not. Like, let's just keep that honest, because if that wasn't the case, y'all would not follow the certain people that y'all follow on social media. Y'all would not be fans of certain people on social media if they look like an ogre. Let's keep that real. And the ones who have big followings who are not that attractive, what are they usually doing? Are they doing attractive shit like sitting around and showing you around their beautiful home and sipping wine? No, they're usually, you know, like let's say somebody who's, who's big and, and bad built. They're usually dancing and, and cooning and clowning and doing things for laughs. So, you know, so let's keep that real. Um, Let's see here. If pretty privilege was such a detriment, she wouldn't get surgery. Exactly. That's what I was saying earlier. Why would you even, if you're, if it's so bad, why enhance that beauty by making sure your body matches your face? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So thank you for that. Um, let's see here. Uh, Queen Eris says, pretty pr uh, privilege does not mean you had it easy. 
or that you did not face hardships, but it did, but you did not have it hard because of that privilege. Love you, T. Exactly. Um, fitness and foolishness says, sorry, I'm late, but either we are crying that they didn't get enough time or we're crying that they get all the time like Amber Geiger just asked to appeal. Yeah, you're late. <laughs> We've been out for Derek Chauvin, but thank you for the super chat. Uh, let's see here. JT says, pretty privilege is not fun at all. Trust me. It's fun getting free stuff, getting with, getting away with driving without a license and having weird old men buy me gas with their own money and nice comments and stuff that they do for you. Well, that doesn't make sense. You're saying pretty privilege is not fun, but then you're saying trust you, but then you're saying it's fun getting free stuff. Well, which one is it? That's what I'm saying. Like everything has its benefits and, and perks. So for me, yes, it can be hard if girls are hating on you because you're pretty. Trust me that, that you know, anybody making fun of somebody or picking on somebody it, it, it hurts the same way. That's why I always say it doesn't matter if you're light skin or dark skin, just because, you know, calling somebody a yellow banana may not be harsh as calling somebody, you know, a, a black tar stain, because that might sound worse. It, it, you know, feelings are feelings. You know what I'm saying? So your feelings can be cut regardless if you think that, well, that's not as bad, you know, as somebody calling you this and that. But what I'm saying is that, you're saying that pretty privilege isn't fun, but then you just spewed off a bunch of free stuff that you get. <laughs> so did you tell the old man when he's getting ready to fill up your gas tank? No, don't fill it up. I have my own money. No, you took the gas. I I've had people pay for my gas. Thank you. I appreciate it, sir. Thank you so much. Hell no, I'm not turning down free gas. You want to be sure gas is high. I appreciate you hooking me up. You know, so we, we can't have our cake and eat it too. You know, we got to keep it real. I think a lot more people enjoy the benefits of being pretty and having a nice body and things like that than not. But that's just my opinion. But thank you for the super chat, JT. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's see. Oh, she says another super chat. She says the worst part is that they're creepy guys and girls who stalk you and harass you in an inappropriate way and disrespect your boundaries. Let's not forget about mean and jealous girls who try to be friendly with you. Well, yeah, that can happen in any situation. You know, that's just part of what comes with it. Um, think about it. It's no different than like influencers or like YouTubers. Yes, we can complain about certain things. You know, I, I've come on here and I've complained about certain things with YouTube, you know, them silencing me, you know, me having to deal with haters and shit like that. But I would be disingenuous if, if I was to say that the hate doesn't outweigh the love I have for YouTube. Like I might, you know, I've had trolls in here all day talking shit. Somebody said, you know, uh, I was shaped like the letter P. Bitch, I'm not, so I don't care. But I, I would be disingenuous to say that the benefits don't outweigh the fucking stupid comments that people leave in the chat or people dragging me or talking about me or saying whatever. I, I get a bag. People support me. I get to do what I love for a living. So that's the thing that I'm saying is that there's always good and bad. But I don't like when people try to act like, oh, everything is, oh, what was me? I'd be disingenuous if I just said that, oh, everything about YouTube is bad. Well, if it's that bad, why am I still here after 10 years? You know what I'm saying? So that's all I'm saying is that there's benefits to everything. And after a while, people don't want to keep hearing this whole Crimea River shit. Because at the end of the day, you're living a lot better than most. So instead of crying about your pretty privilege, be grateful that you're even in that space. Because right now, there's a very mediocre chick 
who's probably 10 times as more talented as Sweetie, but she'll never get that chance because maybe her body's not done or she's not as, you know, quote unquote, pretty as a Sweetie or any other mediocre artist out here. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, you got to take the good with the bad, you know? So while yes, we can complain and say that there's certain things we like and dislike about any situation, but we also have to be honest and I'm going to be all the way 100. I, I, the haters, let them hate. I love what I do for a living. I love the fact that this is what I do. And I've been able to build something off of this and it's a blessing and I'm humbled. You know what I'm saying? I'm able to do that. So it'd be very disingenuous for me to just act like this is, oh, this is just so bad. Oh, my life is just horrible. Like, you know, after a while, it just comes off like, yeah, girl, bye. You know what I'm saying? So the, the pretty privilege is just such a bad thing, but you're interviewing with Nick Cannon. You're you're cool with it with the Combses. And, you know, you have, I think she bought recently like a Rolls Royce. And even her pretty privilege helped her with the drama with Quavo. Because remember, she was automatically a victim. Just instantly was a victim. Nobody wanted to even hear Quavo's side. Nobody wanted to look at it. And then when I broke it down, I'm like, do y'all see that is his Xbox? <laughs> his Call of Duty box he's trying to leave? Obviously, there was a lot going on before the elevator caught that footage. So I just think that her, her, her pretty privilege definitely helps her. Let's keep that real. Look, so look, Christine says tea got cakes. <laughs> Thank you. There's a gym here, so I'm gonna be working out. That is my goal for the next, you know, however long I'm here. I'm gonna be in that gym, be in the pool. I can't swim though. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna be I'm, when I leave this live stream, I'm going to work out, then relax in the little jacuzzi here. I'm taking advantage of all these damn amenities, honey. Okay. That's why I let people talk shit. Let people say what they want to say. I know what I look like. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm just not one to like constantly, I'm just, I'm not one of those, what do you call them? I'm not an influencer that just constantly posts pictures of my body or me in outfits. Every now and then I'll, you know, I'll, I'll take a, a picture and there's pictures of me online. So it's like, why get upset? I know what the fuck I look like. I know how I look like, you know, outside these clothes, you know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody ever complained, you know? So I, that's why I said, people talk shit, have fun. You send me the money just to talk shit. Thank you. So yeah, I just I think yeah, Cash Doll. She's another one. Cash Doll's a pretty girl, but she's she has not even gotten half the stuff that Sweetie has gotten. You know, and I, I feel like for darker skinned women, it is harder. You don't really see videos of darker skinned women, even if they're gorgeous, coming out and and posting videos like that. I don't know what she was, a racially ambiguous girl that was talking about how the other guys funding her lifestyle. You know, even with the Nick Cannon case. Look at Jessica White. She was really the only dark-skinned baby mama he would have had. And she was fighting so hard to have his child. And he never once claimed her. He never claimed her. She was always dropping hints on social media that she was with him. He never once acknowledged her at all. And even when she came out with her story on Hollywood Unlock about how, you know, she had a miscarriage and all that stuff, he still completely ignored her. But he's acknowledged all these other women. He's done all the, you know, uh, maternity shoots with them and all that other mess. So I just find that very, very interesting. So Sweetie needs to understand that it's not just her pretty privilege. It's a lot of things that work for her. Yes, she's pretty. 
Plus it's her body that she's gotten done. Plus she's biracial. Then we can go into featurism. So she has a lot of things that have helped her versus other people who have, who have been struggling to get to the level that she's at. And she's not even that good. That's just keeping it real. So, yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah, I think Jessica dodged the bullet, too. I mean, I, I didn't understand. She should have been, you know, praising God that, you know, it happened the way it happened and be happy. Why, why be a trash? Why be, why be attached to this mess? And it's really embarrassing because if you guys don't know, the white mainstream media is talking about this now. You know, like they're all jumping on this story because he's supposed to be coming out with a talk show. And, you know, a lot of people know him from The Masked Singer. Like, it's just to me, it's just weird. It's just it's just weird. And I'm not going to co-sign it. If I'm not going to co-sign it with NBA Youngboy or Future or Fetty Wap, I'm going to keep the same energy. But it's very funny how so many people are excusing Nick Cannon's behavior only because he's Nick Cannon and because his baby's mothers are bad. But everybody else, though, it was OK to trash them and talk mess about them. So I just find that very, very interesting. They said Ryan Destiny is mixed. What is Ryan? I thought Ryan Destiny was black. What is she mixed with? Yeah, she's very pretty. Nick Cannon is a colorist and he's trash too. Nick Cannon took pics with Jessica though. Yeah, but he never claimed her, claimed her as his girlfriend. Hell, you, anybody can take pictures, but the way she was going around social media, like, that's my man, that's my man, that's my man, and he completely ignored her, that was very telling. Let's see here. Yeah, she's gorgeous. She's black and Jewish. Ryan Destiny is a quarter Asian. Okay, she's Jewish or she, is she Asian? Ryan Destiny's mom is biracial, I think. Okay. Yeah, she's very pretty. Um, let's see here. So she's kind of, she's like, uh, kind of like Kim Porter, how she has a mixed mom, but she's darker skin. Okay. So she's kind of like a Kim Porter. Um, Absternage Roman. Sorry if I mispronounced it says, I love your videos. It has changed my existence. Thank you so much. I appreciate you love. Um, let's see. TJ says, T is smart and beautiful. Purr. Them things are sitting very nice. LOL. Thank you so much, T. <laughs> I appreciate you. Um, Archie Riverdale says, hey, lovely T. Um, much love to you. Thank you so much for the super chat. I appreciate you as well. So I've been out here for an hour and 26 minutes. Y'all, it's been great. I had a really good time. Oh, I got a hundred dollar super chat. Hold on. Let me read this. Yo, mama's papas, thank you so much for the $100 super chat. Ding, 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 ding. Thank you. They say, what's up, T? I've been really busy, but I wanted to stop by and say hello. What do you think about John McAfee's S word? Tin hat tingling from the West Side with love. Thank you so much. Yo, mama's papa sends love every single stream. They like come through with $100. So thank you. It means a lot to me. That John McAfee situation, honey, we've been talking about it on Telegraph. The rabbit hole goes deep with that one. You know, I've been trying to do more research, but I, I don't know. Because he claimed he was about to blast everybody. 
But then part of me is like, I get Epstein vibes from him because he also had relationships with not one but two 16-year-olds. And he had a thing for black women. Even his current wife that he's with now is a black woman. So I don't know. It's, it's a lot of really funny things about John McAfee. But the thing is, like, for him, he just did not believe in paying taxes, honey. He was like, fuck this shit. I invented this. This is all my money. Fuck the government. I'm not paying shit. And he was able to, you know, he was able to just, you know, skate off on his boat and disappear until he got caught. So I don't know. I definitely feel like there's more to that story. I don't know if I believe that it was really, you know, the S word. But then again, his father committed the S word as well. So is it something in the DNA? Who knows? Or was he really going to blast a lot of people? <coughs> Clintons? Who knows? So I might have to say that for a podcast, honey. But yeah, that, that whole situation with him, when, when we seen that, I was just like, uh, that is really interesting that all of a sudden he committed S. But he'd been telling people for years, if I ever come up and they say I committed S, they did it. So I don't know. I don't know. But thank you for the super chat. Uh, Tosh Billy says, hey, T, I've been a quiet tea sipper for a long time, but I had to show you some love. You've been really you've really opened my eyes to a lot. Wishing you many blessings. Thank you so much. And thank you for coming through. I really appreciate you. Thanks for the super chat. Um, let's see here. Oh, it's kind of freezing. My screen. Okay, here we go. Blue Dream 92 says, T is a beautiful chocolate Nubian sun-kissed goddess. Thank you so much for the super chat. Thank you for the compliment. I really appreciate it. Thanks. Y'all are just awesome. This has been an awesome stream. Angie Baby sent 10, uh, Angie Baby 10 sent 499 says, I love to see Ryan Destiny playing Lauren Hill in a biopic. Love you, T. Keep doing what you're doing, boo. Beautiful as always. Thank you so much, sis, and you're gorgeous as well. Thanks for coming through. I think that'd be that would be dope to see her covering Lauren Hill. I would love to see like a Lauren Hill biopic, you know, where she just kind of tells her story. Cause it's like she had all these Grammys. Her album till this day was just like one of the best albums. Then she disappeared. She had all these babies. Then she had another baby by somebody who wasn't her baby daddy. And then her daughter came out years later talking about all this abuse and spankings that she got. And it's like, we just really don't know much about Lauryn Hill's life. I would love to see a Lauryn Hill biopic. I think that'd be so dope. So thank you for that. Um, Noma Zulu says, hey, I just got here. Have you covered Britney yet? Chad, I'm about to leave. <laughs> yep, we covered it. You're gonna have to wait for the replay. So you guys, I've been on here for an hour and 30 minutes. I wanna thank everybody who came through. I'm glad the stream worked well. I was nervous about streaming in here because I didn't know if their internet would be powerful enough, but it was. So I'm definitely going to be doing a lot of live streams, podcasts. Um, I'm going to be doing a lot of stuff to keep me busy while I'm here. So thank you guys once again for coming through. I really appreciate it. Everybody have a good evening and I will talk to you guys later. Bye.